Hey, what's up? Welcome to Otaku American, in which we talk about otaku culture in general. Uh, if you're not aware of what an otaku is, an otaku is someone who's into video games, manga, cosplaying, anime, things of that sort. Uh, we haven't, it's been about a little bit of time since we've come out with a, our last podcast. We've been a bit busy, we've done a bunch of different things. Uh, one of the things we did was uh, about a week ago, we went to the uh, animation block. Um, in Brooklyn, New York. Uh, I believe it was in Williamsburg, right? It was pretty good. There were a lot of short stories that were, um, well, short animations that were being played. Um, a few of them were really, really good. Some of them were really funny, and others didn't quite make a whole lot of sense. Some of them were, like, really artistic. Not artistic. Uh, I artistic. wouldn't really say artistic. I wouldn't say either one. Some of them just made no sense at all. You're just looking at them like, what did I just watch? <laughs> eh, I guess yeah, to some extent that would probably be the thing. I know uh, there were a couple of them that I watched that I thought were pretty good. Uh, one of them being uh, Feral. I thought Feral by Daniel Sousa was actually pretty good. That's the one in which um, the boy was found in the woods. Mm-hmm. And the hunter found him in the woods, and uh, he brought him back to civilization. It just really didn't work out, and he basically went back to the woods. But um, the the whole, the way it was drawn and everything else was actually very, very good. I actually enjoyed it a lot. Uh, another one that I thought was actually pretty good was um, <clears throat> The Wolf Within. And that was the one where the kid, um, his father was the... Uh, military dude mm-hmm. and he um, he wasn't really that close to his dad and um, his dad was just really like aloof and uh, standoffish kind of uh, thing but obviously his father really did love him but he just you know he was so used to, accustomed to the military and different things that he just you know he didn't he was one of those fathers back in the day who don't normally uh, say like uh Who's not really uh, on the level of, uh, you know, I love you. Yeah, I love you and affectionate and stuff like that. He wasn't one of those kind of guys. So, but uh, he unfortunately in the in the in the animation he died, and basically uh, the kid realized that he was more like his father than he thought. But the thing that I thought was the best thing about that that animation was uh, the kid got picked on after his father died. The kid got picked on at uh, school. And the kid, uh, basically, you know, all the kids huddled around in a circle. And then that kid and the bigger kid uh, ended up fighting. And he punched him in the face and <laughs> bloodied his nose. You know, and then after that, he just went crazy and just started whooping the crap out of this guy. You know, I, 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 I like that animation a lot, a lot, a lot also. And, you know, I also liked it because of the story. And, you know, the actual animation, how it was drawn and put together was really, really good also. It reminded me of a lot of... Um, it was like a mainstream uh, cartoons that are like on Nickelodeon stuff. Yeah, but to this it, day. It, it, the way it was done was like a, a, it was like a more intricate kind of um, uh, cell shading kind of thing. Because it wasn't like uh, the faces didn't have an extra detail to it. It had like you know it's like the face outline and then a couple lines here and there, and then that's about it for the boy. And then for the father, there was a little few more lines. But it wasn't anything but like crazy. But it was crazy still good animation. But I, yeah, I really did like it, how it was drawn and how it was illustrated. You know, although there was one thing that kept jumping out at me as I was watching it, though. I'm, I'm watching the, I'm watching the animation, and I keep thinking to myself that 
I'm watching an episode of The Wonder Years. Because yeah, I'm watching because it. It had a lot of uh, <laughs> the way narration. the narrator is talking about it. I'm like, this has to be like a prequel or some some other thing from The Wonder Years. I'm expecting to see who was it, Fred Savage, that was the uh, star of that show. Yeah, uh, but you know what? It kind of reminded me of. Um, it re- reminded me of an actual game, and that game was uh, Bastion. I played that on Xbox, in which every time when you were doing something, mm-hmm. there was a narrator, like the Wonder Years kind of narrator, that yeah, whenever, I like, the demo for if I ended up, like, beating a boss, he, um, hit the narrator, started saying how I beat the boss and how it was all glorious and things like that. Yeah. The way that, uh, the way that particular, um, animation was, The Wolf Within, was like virtually the same thing where, you know, every time when uh, something would happen, the narrator would give you a little more insight based upon what you just viewed. Virtually, you know, this is all digital. Now, another one that I thought was actually pretty good was, I thought it was funny, was the uh, sidewalk. The one where the girl comes out with her mom. She's Uh a little girl. And throughout her travels on the sidewalk, she gets older and older. Mm -hmm. And, you know, she goes from a little girl, then she comes a te- like a, a little, uh, like a kid, and then like a teenager, mm. and then she realizes she gets breasts, and then she gets a little yeah. behind. The funniest part about that was when she went from a teenager to a grown woman. Everyone that was sitting out there started laughing at that point. Yeah. <laughs> right when she grew breasts and she grew like a little butt, everybody started dying. Yeah, because... Mainly because of the look on a girl's face. Yeah, because she just looked so like, oh my lord, what is all this? Like I'm she so was surprised! Like, she was like out of control, like, I, uh, I don't know what I'm even supposed to do with it. So then, uh, you know, as, you know, it basically was having a progression of uh, a woman turning from a little girl to a, a grown woman to an older woman, who then, at, at the very end of it, she ended up being with a... I guess I would imagine it might have been her granddaughter... Cause she did show Maybe. it showed her being pregnant, so she well, she was me, pregnant twice actually. To me, that just seemed like just a random girl she saw walking on the sidewalk. To me, it did too. But at the same time, you had I I kind of I thought it was a random girl, but at one to some extent, I was like, well, she did she was pregnant. So there's a chance that that might have been her granddaughter or something like that. Yeah, but it didn't show if her child got married or had. A, a significant other at all. No, but I think it was more or less just the focus on her um, and her walk through life, basically. Yeah. That's really all it really came down to. And, of course, the one that I thought was uh, funny, but at the same time really messed up was uh, Jemon. Jemon. Which is the one with the uh, the kid who's dressed up, who's a pig who's dressed up like a kid, and the rest of the family was there. And I, I think she was the aunt, the great aunt or something like that. She kept, it had to be something like that. Or the grandmother. Yeah, or the grandmother or something. Because she kept saying, you know, she basically was saying, you know, this person's a pig, right? This is not a child. Mm-hmm. And she was basically saying that over and over and over again. And um, basically, uh, it was basically, the way it was drawn was the character was a pig and it was dressed up like a little kid. And he was very awkward, and he didn't, you know, he had his little pigtail come out from time to time, and he tried to hide it. And, you know, he was always doing things to himself so that you don't notice that he's a pig. And uh, he, um, he was very self conscious about how he was, and he ended up um, seeing a neighbor across the street. Who was also a pig. Who was also a pig, but he Full just run. fully embraced his pigdom. 
Pig dumb. <laughs> it's pig dumb, yes. You didn't know that that was a word. I would have yes. said pigness, but that works too. It's pig dumb. And uh, he, uh, he had no pants on, he just was like straight up pig. He was pigged out. And it turned out this girl who was seducing him, she was, a, you know, drawn to be a relatively attractive. And she was seducing him, and he was having fun with her, and they were going out doing things. And the kid saw this, and he's like, maybe it's alright for me to do these things. And it's alright for me to be a pig. Yeah, so he saw like some puddle of mud, and he got in the mud, and he started playing around in it. And then later on, he sees the, the pig guy go into a room, goes into a uh, cafe with the uh, girl. And he goes to open up the door to see what, you know, what was going on, being that he's a kid and curious. And it turned out what he walked into was a slaughterhouse, into a butcher. And he witnessed that man being slaughtered by this girl. And basically, he go, he runs back home. Oh, whoever else was in the room. Yeah, and he runs back home and he gets some scissors and he basically cuts his tail off. And that's pretty much the way the anime. They yeah, are. that's Animation the one thing that kind of that would freak me out at the same time. Most of the animation was actually very funny and it had a lot of things that were you know poignant, poignant. But uh, the issue that I had was the ending was so sad and so messed up that. It, People clapped because it was good, but it was like, I don't know if I should clap or what. It, it was like, it, and that's another thing. Some of the uh, animations, those are the ones that I thought were actually pretty good, that we thought, for the most part, were very good. Um, there were other ones that they were good, it's just that I didn't really understand it. It was like, it's not even like over my head kind of not understanding. It's more or less like, really? You're going to, really? Okay. Yeah. It's like... It was like uh, I've been. It was like drawn by or uh, illustrated by some kid who's been in college and taking abstract courses for the last like three years, and then he just comes out with some abstract uh, uh, animation that kind of made no sense. But people at the end of it, yeah, at the end of it, people were like one that you know. As soon as I saw it, I leaned over to you and said, "This had to be made by somebody that was on an acid trip." Yeah, there was a couple of them that kind of weird and, and kind of weird. The ones that were like really messed up and weird. Uh, after it ended, it was like no, it wasn't. It wasn't even that many. It was like two or three claps. That was it. And then, uh, or the one where it was a pause, dead silence, and then two claps. Yeah. And that, and you gotta understand, like it wasn't like a small room. We were outside. That's oh, uh, we went to a rooftop uh, gathering. Uh, they had different indie uh, movies and different indie shorts and all kinds of stuff, in which they it goes on throughout the city of New York. And uh, a lot of them are usually in the city and or in uh, Brooklyn. There's a few of them in the Bronx, and there might be some in um, Staten Island. But uh, for the most part, it's Brooklyn in the city. But um, or Manhattan for those of us who aren't from the tri-state area. And the thing, the I, the reason why I say this is because it wasn't a small grouping of people. There was at least what you would say, maybe anywhere between fifty to hundred people out Dude, there. Where we were sitting alone, there had to be around hundred people. Yeah. So you mean to tell me you had a hundred people not understand what you just drew and what you had in an animated short? It was that awkward. Yeah, I think most of the people that were watching just stopped halfway through and started playing with their phone. Yeah, it, but I don't know. It, to me, as a whole, the whole thing was actually pretty good. And usually most of these rooftop things, events, they usually have some 
after party, like right after it. So we didn't really stay for the after party. By that time, it was like maybe it was like we're not from, we don't live in Brooklyn, we don't live in New York City as a whole. So it was pretty much like 12 30, 1 o'clock. So we decided to leave. I would have loved to probably have stayed, but it was just, you know, to have to go back home in the rush hour is probably just not, you know. I mean, yeah, the whole thing was great. I mean, you don't expect every single animation to be five-star quality, but you don't expect them to be one-star quality either. You know, every it was all there. Some were five-star and some were obviously negative 12, but yeah, it, it was all pretty good to just be there and experience the whole thing. Yeah, but uh, so we'll... So we'll probably check out. Um, they don't have that many more indie films going on. I think August is like the last one that they actually have going on. So, you know, that kind of thing. Um, but as a whole, I enjoy myself. I've gone to other ones. I've, they actually had one prior to last week, about two weeks from la- from f- Thursday. Uh, I was at a different uh, rooftop film with my girlfriend and a friend of ours. And that was um, Newlyweeds, which I I kind of been talking about on the Facebook page, uh, which is, uh, it's a very, very, very good uh, indie film about two people who are in a relationship, um, a guy and a girl, who um, they love each other, but at the same time, they have a third party, and that third party being marijuana, Mary Jane. So there's a whole bunch of stuff that goes on. There's you know a whole bunch hey, of scenes. There's a whole bunch of scenes that are just out of control. I, I thought it was very very funny. I have no idea what's going on. And it was right outside of uh, <laughs> it's right outside uh in um Brooklyn. I believe it was the Fort Greene area of Brooklyn, but uh it just happened to be Fort Greene. Yeah, just happened to be Fort Greene, but uh. I thought it was it was a very very good movie. I suggest anybody go out and see it if it comes out. I believe it. Um, well, it's going. It's already. I believe it came out already, and it's in selected uh, theaters. Hopefully, um, Netflix picks it up like they did last year with the uh, indie movies. And Netflix ended up having a lot of indie movies, which one that I've been recommending a lot is uh, Detropia, which is about the decline of uh, Detroit, uh, Michigan. So, and I saw that yeah, last man. year at uh, a rooftop film, with, and uh, I believe right now it's available on Netflix. So, if you, you know, go ahead and check that out. That's actually a very good independent documentary. But, um, next thing we're going to talk about is, uh, is there any anime that you've been actually watching? Um, well, the one main anime I've been watching... Or trying to watch is uh, Blood Lad. I'm not saying that I'm trying to watch it because I think it's bad in any way. I actually think it's really great. It's actually got a pretty good story, and the main character is kind of quirky and silly at the times. So, you know, I, I watched The main a lot. character is an actual otaku. Yeah, so, you know, I'm watching this, and they're, to my knowledge, they're only up to like episode four. And I'm like, yo, man, come on. You got 12 episodes listed. Why, why do you even have that many listed if you only have four up here right now? But Be- besides that, besides but that. to be honest with you, I've been talking about. I ha- actually had no idea uh, it was available for me to watch. But uh, I've been talking about Blood Lab for a while now, and that's a that's a anime that's come out just specifically for the summer season. 
So they're yeah. only gonna have like four or five episodes on there. Yeah, but you know, usually when I watch anime, if if I go to all the episodes and it says like twenty four, you know, like twenty four out of twenty four, I'm thinking, okay, they got all twenty four episodes up there. When usually when I watch ongoing anime, it might have like one. Two, three, four, and you know that's actually how many they have released to the public to watch. You know, I go with something like this, and it's got all twelve up there, and we're only up to like episode two at the time. I'm like, are you serious? Why get my expectations up? Get me all hopeful and excited to watch it, and then just dangle it in front of my eyes and crush it right before me before I get even get to it. Because like, oh, that's what it's all you. about, baby. They're only really doing it to piss me off. They, get, they do it so that you can get hooked in and then want to see it over and over again and wait for it to come out. Yeah, see about that. You know, when they do things like that, it makes me want to do what my friend Jelly always suggests doing. You know, just go out and punch babies. Why would you go out and punch babies? I wouldn't do it. My friend suggested it to me. How, who that's, suggests uh, that's, uh, someone Mr. go out and punch babies? That's uh, Mr. H2O Jelly. Thank you for that. Personally, I'd rather just... Personally, I'd rather go to the corporate building and set the building on fire. But that's just me. Why you always want to set something on fire? Because... You're a crazy... Fire is the cleansing flame. It's not cleansing flame. It burns away all bad things. It it, it purges uh, the uh, evil out of a person. Whatever you can think of, yes. Yes, it does. So All anyway, this the purity actually, of your bones. So for the most part, you actually you actually like uh, you like Bloodline. You just don't like the fact that it doesn't have that many episodes. Yeah, I think it's awesome. You just need to uh, the episodes that you know they're not even close to having, like episode seven through twelve. Just you know, take those off the site and just have listed the episodes that are actually there to watch. Because I don't want to, you know, click on a link for, like, episode 8 and saying, We're sorry, this episode isn't up yet. It'll be up, yada, yada, yada. No, I don't want that. How about, uh, uh, you caught me watching an anime. Uh, there's two animes I'm watching currently, and they're both running basically the same time. Um, the first one, well, actually, the first one is not running anymore because it's finished the season. That's Maji, or Magi, and, um, that's basically the main character is Aladdin. But it's not Aladdin like the Aladdin that we know from Disney. The name, uh, the character is uh, Amaji. Amaji is basically a sorcerer of uh, creation in these uh, in this anime. Uh, basically, you have these uh, throughout their world. You have these dungeons that rise up from the ground. Sorcerer of creation. Yeah. It, uh, Can he make me some cherry pies? Probably so. Awesome. He probably make I you like cherry pies with uh, vanilla ice cream if you want. But um, it's got to be butter pecan. It's got it's got to be butter pecan or cookies and cream. That works. You know what? If he can make butter pecan, cookies and cream, and cookie dough in the same thing, oh, that'd be awesome. You're such a hungry bastard. Don't be jealous. But um, don't be jealous. Basically, these dungeons come out from the ground, and people go through the dungeons. If they can make it past the dungeon without actually dying, they end up becoming a um, a king's uh, what was it called? The king's candidate, a candidate for the king, a king's candidate. And the Majis are the ones who uh, allow them to become that. And when they become a king's candidate, they get a, a special... Their weapon of choice become has a little ex, a little star on it. And it makes them um, be able to... Uh, superpowers? Yes, basically uh, superpowers. But um, it's infused in their uh, swords and all this other stuff. It's 
basically the genies that were in the towers are infused into their swords. So they have superpowers, but they don't actually have superpowers. Because they get them, but they're not actually on their person. They're not actually from them. They're from some inanimate object. Yeah, they refer to it as like metal uh, vessels and uh, household vessels. But that's not even superpowers. That's having an enchanted item. Okay, Mr. Technical. Uh, Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I am technically correct. The best kind of correct. You know what? That's it. This podcast. (laughs) So, but, uh... Yeah, I, you know, for the most part, it, it started out kind of slow, so and it's picked up a lot. So I, I know it's available on Crunchyroll, and it's all 25 episodes. But the sad part is, I had to get the episode like 17, 16, 15, 16, 17 in order for it to get really, really good. So and I, that kind of thing, I don't particularly care for about in uh, anime itself. So. You know, another anime that I'm watching that I, I believe you wa- you saw me watching it, and you're like, what is that? And that was, I believe it's Servant by Service, or Service by Servant. And basically, I like to say, it's basically a zany version of uh, The Office, but in the Japanese world. Yeah. So, it's like a... I saw a little bit of it. A, silver, a civil servant uh, office, and it's just... Straight out ridiculous. Man, there are still service. Ah, there's silver service there. Yeah, and it's like I'm watching it. And at first, I watched it, and it was like maybe one or two episodes. They had a PV, and one or two uh, episodes. And I watched the first episode, and I was pretty much I thought it was funny. So basically, they have uh, it's civil service office, and there's three three people who decide they want to um, work there. And they get hired, and it's like their first day. And one guy uh, is a slacker. He doesn't really want to do anything. He'd rather just go around and get girls' phone numbers. And that's Not phone pr- numbers. Oh, email addresses. There you go. On a regular basis, he gets their email. He tries to get their email addresses on a regular basis. And from time to time, when people really need something from him, uh, they end up getting... Um, he actually knows the answer. Like, most of the people don't know the answer. I mean, like, literally, most of the people working there have no idea what anything is or where anything is. They're just guessing, basically. Whereas this guy, the one guy you think wouldn't know anything about what's going on, he actually knows pretty much all the answers. He actually has most of the answers. But there's a reason for that. As it turned out, his um, parents and a lot of his family are all civil servants. So... You know, he knows this based upon family experiences and being, I guess, being around that environment a lot. So, but as a whole, you know, his character is very weird and there's a lot of things that go on. There's another character, her main, her, she's pretty much the main character and she has a a particular um, set of attributes that um, make her different than most of the other women in the uh, anime. And a lot of people are f- kind of focused on those attributes and uh, being her breast. And she, um, there's one girl in the office who's a straight up otaku cosplayer, everything. And she sees her and she says, she makes references to her breasts on a regular basis, but she never, the girl never pays attention to it. And her whole purpose now is just to get her into a cosplay a- outfit. 
and she mentions different cosplay outfits and everything else. It's just crazy. And then the the third woman, uh, the third kind of main character, she's very um, what's the word? What would you say she is? Uh... She's the one who uh, has the grandmother comes to the uh, place and talks her to death. The whole just about every episode she's in, the grandmother's talking her to death. She is overly kind to a fault almost. It's just yeah. kind of ridiculous. Whereas if you're if you're doing something that you know she obviously hates, she won't come out and say it, and she won't try to stop you. She'll just kind of wait and smile for you to finally stop. And she'll be like, oh, freedom at last. And then she thinks it's freedom at last, and then something happens, and then she's right back in the middle of it again. But as a whole, I think that uh, I actually like that anime. I'm up to like episode five or six or something like that. You know, this girl's actually to the point where she actually hides underneath her desk. Yeah, she hides underneath her desk to get away from an <laughs> old woman. I mean, she's old. <laughs> There's no reason for you to be hiding under your desk. For an old woman, just if you don't want to talk to her, just say you don't want to talk to her. But somehow she never gets the, she never is able. And when the one time she is able to get it and say it to her, she takes it back. So then the woman comes and just keeps doing it over and over again. So her whole premise of the show really is how she interacts with this old woman. Yeah, for the most part. Because I don't see her ever talking to anyone else. There's other characters, of course. There's like there's a, a typical character in which there's the brother who's uh, oblivious to everything, and he's the actually the brother, uh, not her, not any of the main characters' brother, but the main the boss of these characters. He uh, actually this the you have like it's like a, a supervisor and then a manager. He's the supervisor, and he uh, has a little sister. Who comes into the place all the time, and she at first he makes it seem like she's just some random little some high school girl who comes in and tells everybody what their job is. As it turns out, it's his sister, and she likes him a lot, and she misses him being around. So she comes to the job and harasses people on a regular basis, and people are scared of her. And I mean, literally, uh, like you said, the girl was hiding under the desk. I think yeah. other characters in that show was hiding underneath their desks. I mean, she comes from, to the away job from her. And she harasses them a lot because she knows almost as much about that job as the lazy guy does. Yeah, almost. that's and that's oh, the crazy. Yeah, the lazy guy got her, and she got to be quiet and sat down somewhere. So. But, uh, and then, uh, like, I think the most recent episode I saw, I found out who their manager was. Because, you mean, I mean, you're, like, five episodes into the show, and you haven't seen the manager not one time. Nope. As it turns out, the manager is a stuffed, uh, animal. Like a stuffed, not a stuffed animal, like a little teddy bear that stands, uh, that sits in an office. As it turns out, the, uh, manager is so shy that he has this remote control and uh, remote control stuffed animal that runs around and does stuff. An animatonic animal that does stuff uh, in his stead while he's not there. But at the same time, they went out for drinks, and the animal, the stuffed animal, went out for drinks with them and was drinking. Fabulous. Alongside with them, and I'm you know there's there. a little jar inside the animal, so when it gets back, you know you can bring it actually to the guy and you just drink the whole thing down. You would think <laughs> that's the case, but I don't. I don't think that's the way this anime is working right now. Oh, well, all so, right then. But uh, two the, points for trying. The next thing we're going to talk about, which is I, you know, I really like that anime. There's uh, a couple other animes that are coming out that I thought 
that I think is uh, an actually very good anime. And um, I, I kind of, uh, I'm trying to watch as much as possible because, you know, you know, everybody's got busy lives and things of that nature. So, but uh, what happened, I think, within the last couple days, uh, a few podcasts ago, I believe it's podcast number three or, well, it's uh, the Where's the Tech uh, podcast in which we talked about the Moto X. Where's the tech? The Moto X phone. Uh, as it turns out, the Moto X phone, they actually... Uh, said what that phone is. They actually gave a, I believe they gave a release date. I'm not sure offhand if they gave a release date or not, but I know they told you, they told people exactly what the specs were and things of that nature. So, um, it, the specs weren't really all that far off from what we said uh, a couple days ago. So, um, I think, uh, I, I remember, okay, the specs, the specs that are actually on the phone itself are a, a 4.7 inch display HD 720 which is basically what we said uh, before um, on Where's the Tech episode uh, the rear camera is a 10 megapixel, the front camera is a 2 megapixel, there's 2 uh, gigabytes, well yeah, 2 gigabytes of RAM uh, it comes in 2 models, a 16 gig and a 32 gig Either uh, either phone allows you to get two uh, two years free, 50 gigs of uh, uh, Google Drive uh, for free for two years. Um, it has a Snapdragon S4 Pro 1.7 gigahertz uh, processor, which is comparable to pretty much the S4. I believe the S4 or the uh, the HTC One. Uh, the 16 gigabyte. Uh, version of the phone is $199 and the 32 gigabyte version of the phone which I think is actually probably the better buy the 32 gigabyte uh, version of the phone is $250 which is significant because I have the HTC one and there's a uh, there's a they have a 32 gig and I believe there's a 64 gig if I could get it for like 40 launch I'd be good to go well, anyway, the three, 32 gigabyte uh, version is um, <clears throat> 250. It's only 50 dollars more, so you might as well just go ahead. If you're contemplating getting that phone, go ahead and doing it. But I found that the aesthetic of the phone itself um, it reminds me of like a, almost a direct ripoff of the uh, HTC One. The phone is shaped just like it. The phone doesn't allow for uh, any expandable memory. Well, when I say memory storage, um, it's it has a micro or a nano uh, SD card that you have to use a pin to open up the, uh, the uh, tray, just like the HTC One has. Um, it it has uh, the curved back instead of a flat back, which is what the HTC One has. Uh, the screen is roughly the same size as the HTC One, so to me it's just like the HTC One, but it's like the Moto X One, basically is what the phone is. And what's the advantage of having a curved back as opposed to a flat back? Uh, it just feels better in the hand. That's yeah. basically what it comes down. To. Yep. Ergonomics, really. It's just you know nothing particularly important. Just feels better. It just feels better. Uh, well, oh, you got to figure most of the time in a handset. It's going to be in your hand most of the time. So, yeah, you know, most, most, things. most people that have a phone of this caliber usually have some type of Bluetooth. So I don't have usually, Bluetooth. I buy most people. I blew, what? I'm not most people? 
You're wow. a lot of people. You're not wow. You most. There was a pause though. That's the that's the sad part about it. There was a pause, and I don't appreciate the pause. That's. I had to think about something that, to say that wouldn't make you feel bad. That's why there was a pause. <laughs> You're crazy. But, yeah, that's uh, beside the point. Okay. Yeah, I already knew that though. It wasn't real. That's not new, actually. But um, the phone. I think the phone's probably a, a pretty good. I think the phone's pretty good. It comes in all kinds of different colors, which to me kind of makes no sense. Why would I want a phone that I can get in like five thousand different colors? But, but you know, I guess that's like a selling point. A lot of people actually want that. So, but you know, uh, some of the colors are just made up colors. They just threw up there. No, I mean it's like hot pink. There's like hot pink, um, some other some hot other random colors that pink. I don't really even care for. Like what? infernal pink and hot pink. What's the difference? It's fuchsia. If you yeah. know what fuchsia is, you better ask somebody. It's fuchsia turquoise. What? No, literally they have turquoise. They got orange. Not, not orange. Well, yeah, they got orange. Uh, turquoise. No, it's it's not orange. No, it's, it's blue. Orange. Blue, gray, yellow, red. Purple, black, and orange. It's not purple. It's purple. Who says that? <laughs> Who says that? Really? Here's the difference. Who says purple? <laughs> Somebody does. I know that. I would imagine this phone must be out or just about to come out. Because uh, I don't really see it. Oh, wait. Here it is. Actually, it came out August 1st. So it's a, I believe it's available right now on uh, Verizon and possibly AT and T. Definitely on Verizon though. Um, the availability though for those uh, carriers, U.S. Cellular, uh, Sprint, Verizon, AT and T, are you know it. I don't know how available it's going to be. Uh, some of the uh, reviews I saw online for it said it's basically. Uh, well, one review specifically said is. Uh, Underspect and overpriced. So uh, it's needless to say, based upon that tagline, but that person, how that person feels about the phone. But um, yeah, just basically put a giant "do it better" stamp on it. Basically, do it better, do this better. But the sad part is, that's their that was their "do it better" moment, though. So I don't know. What a colossal fail! Now we're gonna pretty much end this show. Uh, This is gonna be a relatively short show. with basically what games are we playing currently right now um for my xbox i'm not really playing anything new i'm just kind of playing crackdown crackdown one as a matter of fact that's old as crap yeah it is i actually uh am playing the same file same file i had in uh 2007 so um yeah it's not new in any way shape or form and uh aside from that I'm actually, um... Aren't you playing some phone... Wait, is that an uh, Android phone, first of all? Perhaps. But I'm actually playing, um... I'm actually playing a game on my phone called uh, Machine Night. It's, it kind of reminds me of, like, a old-school, kind of turn-based <laughs> RPG kind of game. So, you know, I'm playing at it. You know, it's keeping me entertained, you know, in between things. So, it's... Yeah, it's a pretty good game to me. It's not bad at all. Got some pretty good stuff here and there, and the dialogue's actually pretty good, so it's a pretty good story. This is story it's a story that keeps you interested in playing the game. I'm pretty sure that game sucks. Yeah, well, no. Okay? Yeah, I don't I don't <laughs> say that. It's probably something I don't want to really play. But uh, me personally, I'm playing a game that's on uh, my Mac. 
uh, my MacBook. Oh, it's Mac, so it's got to suck if it's on Mac. No, 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 it's available. It's actually, I believe it's available. It's it's definitely available on um, on, uh, PC. I think it's available on Linux. I'm not sure. But I know it obviously is available on Mac and is available on Windows. It's on Steam. It's called Prison Architect. And you basically make your own prison, and the game is just out of control. When the prisoners get too pissed off, they start fighting everybody and start... Uh, destroying some stuff. If you make the mistake, and uh, I, I was building a section on a wing onto my uh, prison, mm-hmm. and I didn't. Uh, the prisoners were all in the area, and I was trying to make more cells, and um, they basically knocked the wall down to build more wall. So when the walls were down, the prisoners start running to the. Uh, <laughs> they start running to the, the, exits. the yeah. exit. They're like, you know, because at the end of the day, that's when, like the first thing I'd have thought of. When you play the game, like you know, as I'm playing the game, I don't even think about these things. But you know, these guys aren't here from their own. They're not here because they want to be there. They're there because they did something messed up. Yeah, so the game is basically a version of Sim City except with a jail, and it's pretty much permanently stuck on disaster mode. Oh yes, yeah. <laughs> the game is. I think the game is awesome. Oh God, the game is like thirty bucks on uh, on um, Steam. It's only available on Steam, from my understanding. And uh, basically, I think the game is awesome. And I don't know if it's online. I'm pretty sure it's not online because it. I don't think it lends itself to being an online game. So, which you know, according to Mister Otaku, yeah, but even over if here, it's a PC game, they you know they could just release a patch. Well, not even a patch. They could just release a mod for it and just make it online. That probably, probably release a mod or something like that. That would probably make it on uh, 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 online game. But I don't see how that's possible unless you decide uh, you're gonna come compete. You know. Who's gonna have the better uh, prison or something like that? But other than that, I don't really see the point. But uh, that's pretty much gonna be the end of our show today. Uh, we just wanted to do a real quick, short show, something based upon our uh, what we did a week or so ago. Uh, we're probably gonna still have our regular show come up again on you know our regular times of Friday or Saturday, probably Friday night, Saturday uh, morning, somewhere in around around that time. Uh, you can always hook a, look us up on uh, Facebook. We have a Facebook page. Uh, we have a WordPress page. We also have a. Uh, we're available on iTunes if you're listening on iTunes, Stitcher, uh, Giga, uh, GigaPod, com. We're on a whole bunch of different uh, you know, uh, things. Uh, Blueberry, a whole bunch of different stuff that you can go to. Uh, actually, I believe two weeks ago we were uh, we both were on um, the show uh, the Rib- the rhythm and the rebel. So you can check oh, us yes. out on that show. Uh, we had a good time on that show with our uh, with uh, Jazz Wonder and uh, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and uh, Jay Optics and Ray the producer and uh, New Money. You know they awesome. were actually it was an awesome time. We enjoyed ourselves a lot. Uh, I've been on that show a couple times, but, you know, you could catch them out on most of the same uh, podcast uh, venues that we said. Also uh, a very awesome show. Definitely. Uh, but I would say definitely check that out. Uh, and uh, have a great day. Thanks All a right, lot. guys. Later. See ya.